0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
1: Spoiler warning, if you haven't seen Ride Along starring Kevin Hart and Ice Cube, then you are about to have it spoiled. We do not give a fudge. About giving away the ending That's on you from this point on This is your Mission Zack Spoiler Warning Peace I hate the word I got I got, the I got one leg I'm gonna pop you this ticket I'm gonna put a
0: little cornstarch On my webos, man Good morning, everyone, or afternoon, or day, or whenever you're choosing to listen to this podcast, and welcome to the Leguazamarama experience. Uh, if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, don't start here. Uh, my name is Mish Witchrup. I'm one of the hosts, and you might know me from uh, my days as a MasterChef expert. Why not? Let's rip that one out because it's true. Be willing to bet that in terms of MasterChef Australia Season 1, I am in the top 20% of experts of that show. I think that's fair. Uh, experts? Yep. I think if there was a trivia – okay, if there was a trivia night about MasterChef Australia Season 1, okay. I think I could win.
1: If there was a trivia night about MasterChef Australia Season 1, yes. 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 But expert, I reckon there's probably been like a PhD about MasterChef that's happened at one of the universities at some point in the last 10 years. I don't think so. I don't know. There's a lot of fucking weird PhDs, you know, just like I still th- the I impact still of MasterChef so. on, on culinary yes, television an exploration 100%. of media. You know what I'm saying?
0: I hear what you're saying, but I still think if there was a pub trivia night and that person who was doing their PDH mm-hmm. Ph the PHD
1: You're not claiming anything other than an expertise in one season of one television show. So don't stress about saying PDHD.
0: That's sick. Um I still think that I could beat that person at a pub trivia event for solely Master Chef Australia season one, two thousand and nine. Um, the person I'm currently having... Com- Hi, everyone. The person I'm currently having a conversation with is my co-host and dear friend, uh, Mr. Zachary T. Ruane. Yeah, good. And the T is for trouble. Trouble. Uh, <laughs> and you might know Zach from...
1: Um, just trying to hold in a burp just then, and I don't think I succeeded. You know, I tried to do okay. a subtle burp, but there might... Well, Who knows? Mm. You be the judge, listener. Did you hear my burp Mm. underneath Mish's introduction to me?
0: I was having an argument with my partner the other day. Not like a full-on fight, like we're good, but we were having a bit of a disagreement on something and I would say it was getting heated, but in the kind of like everything's going to be fine and we're going to go and have Thai food after this kind of argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in the middle of the argument, I genuinely, like legitimately drooled. And he clocked it for sure, and I clocked it, but because we're in the middle of a heated argument, neither of us could talk about it. We haven't brought it up since, mm. but I don't think I'll ever forget mm. that in while arguing face-to-face with him, being like, you just don't understand, a big drool went from the corner of my lip and just, like, oozed out of my mouth and fell to the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, My dog started drooling. It's a thing she does sometimes when you hold a tasty treat in front of her. So that's like a link we have there. You you drooled during an argument, and my dog recently drooled when looking at a tasty treat.
0: I love finding common ground with you.
1: That's what it's all about (laughs) here um, on missions. At the Leguizamarama Leguizamarama. experience,
0: do you think that what do you think that we should have called it the Leguizamarama experience? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm, Absolutely. You know my thoughts on that. Uh, Yes, yeah, absolutely. You you know that I've I've regretted that every
0: day of my life. since. Yeah, hindsight is such a beautiful thing, isn't it? The things we would have changed Mm. about this podcast, for example, the doing of it. Mm. I think there are so many things that we would have changed. The thing Um, about
1: an actor I'm realising, and this is no shade to um, ride along. I feel nothing for ride along. But the thing about um, (laughs) an actor, right, It's good because you see a very broad range of things when you pick an actor. Mm -hmm. But if you pick a director uh, or a writer, say, but a director, right, they can only make like one film every year at the absolute most. Mm -hmm. Most directors, it takes them about three years to make a film, right? So in a 30-year career, you only have to watch 10 films. Mm -hmm. An actor can do – I'm learning like five films in a year – And not only that, they don't have a huge amount of control unless they are the biggest actor in the world, unless they're Mm. in the top... Like, John Leguizamo is in the top 100, but unless you're in the top 20? Yep.
0: 10? Yep.
1: 5?
0: I think Mm. Leonardo
1: DiCaprio is the only actor that can, like, ensure that all of his films are good. That's not a judgment on his acting ability, but rather on his... Like, position.
0: No, I don't. I I kind of agree, but I think that a lot of actors in that top 20 have more control over um, whether it's a yes or a no to Mm. doing something. Mm. I'm not saying that John is forced into doing some movies. I think, John, my, my kind of assessment of this guy who we have been, you know, watching weekly now for over a year, my assessment of this guy... Is that he is a workhorse. Yeah, he and loves, lo- yeah. loves to, like, I'm assuming he hates unemployment. Yeah, just like, sitting
1: around. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. hates
0: sitting around, constantly wants to go, 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 and I respect that. I don't get it.
1: No, I'm <laughs> a lazy lump.
0: I, I love working because it means I can stop at some point. Yes,
1: yeah, I understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is why I work.
1: That's that is all, not that's a what joke. We I, say, work, yeah.
0: I work. I work purely for the ability to stop at some point. That's the satisfaction I get from any form of work is I'm doing this so I can stop doing this. Can we
1: change the, like, um, um, the intro of Leguizamorama to, hi, welcome to Leguizamarama, a little podcast where two lazy lumps um, watch a workaholics uh, au revoir. (laughs) 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 yes. Um, No, I agree with you on that. But I think what I was going to say is like, if you pick a director, Mm -hmm. you're going to kind of go, all right, I like that director. Thus, I'm going to like most of what they do because Mm -hmm. they're the director. I like that writer. Thus, I'm going to like most of what they do up to a level, right? Yes. If you go, I like that actor, all you're guaranteeing is I'm going to like them. In most of what they do.
0: Exactly. 100%. Yes.
1: Because I think that there's this misconception that actors are like curators. And it's true of a very, very... Brad Pitt is one. Um, Meryl
0: Streep would be one.
1: Yes. You know, where they have the ability to kind of curate. Otherwise, the actor doesn't really have the power in that situation. And occasionally you have to watch films that that, that... that you're just not in the mood for. But But also... Also,
0: also if you take an actress actor like Meryl Streep or Brad Pitt, yeah, the start of their career would be a bit shoddy. But granted, the last 20 years for both of those people, I'm willing to bet we could watch each of those movies and find a redeeming quality in each of the films that we watch. Because for the last 20 years, they've had all the power in their career. John Leguizamo should have all the power. He can stop... Like, John.
1: <laughs> no, no, we're not saying that. John, you don't have to stop. I got no shame. I'm not
0: telling him he has to stop. I'm saying that he can. But I don't know if he, like, it's just different. I think it's different for John. John isn't,
1: although Meryl Streep, do you know the issue with Meryl Streep is someone somewhere along the way told her she could be a music theatre star. And that's the one thing that got in her ear. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> that's well, uh, no.
0: And also, like, you take someone like Cher, who's like one of Meryl Streep's best friends. Cher, incredible performer, also amazing actor, you cannot tell me otherwise. Mm. And I think Meryl was like, I, I think I'm kind of like the Cher of film and mm. it's like I, I respect you, I respect you, Meryl. Do you know you are I, very good. Do you know what
1: I would say on that? Here's the two types of actors where you can get a degree of curation in their, in their work. If, do you know what I mean when I say curation? Because uh, it's a, it's not right. I'm not using the word in the right sense. Then no. Like um, I think so. Like in, in the sense that like they can say no to things, and by them being in it, it's a indicator of quality, right? And how rare yeah. that is, you know. Because because like a like a Leonardo DiCaprio can say no and not work for three years, and then say yes to something in three years' time. Same with um, and Meryl Streep is the same. Um, Brad Pitt has a bit of that What's his name? There Will Be Blood Guy does that
0: Oh, uh, 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 Daniel day Daniel Lewis. Day-Lewis
1: Except he did Nine Which is the weirdest fucking movie Wrong. I've ever Wrong. seen in Wrong. my jo- life
0: Nine is so funny Firstly, the musical Nine is very fucking weird It's a Why weird Why any... Why anyone would take that musical and go, I'm going to turn that into a film?
1: Well, why anyone would take the film eight and a half and go, I'm going to turn that into a musical? It's just wacko. It's yeah. wacko on wacko, that film. Yeah, um, it's insane. Oh God, it's so... I, I, got, I kind of re- want to rewatch it now because it's. I forgot just how wacko that movie is and I'm it's having really these flashbacks. really cool. To how cooked of a film that is, like
0: yeah, and he's it's just really
1: like cool. I design shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a movie man. No, he doesn't would, design shoes. He just has nice shoes.
0: Would be less weird if it wasn't Daniel Day Lewis.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if they'd
0: cast if they'd cast a musical theatre actor. It would be less weird, it's, but it's because it was Daniel Day-Lewis and then they put Nicole Kidman in there and Kate Hudson. It's kind of, Fergie. whoa, whoa. I'm connecting stuff. You, okay, remember with Titan, do, you remember, do you remember Titan AE? Yes. How could we forget? Um, you know how they were like, this is a fucking uh, animated film. We're going to put Matt Damon and Janine Garofalo mm. in these roles when they're not voice actors, Brilliant actors. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. But they're not voice actors. It's Mm. the same with musicals turned into film. Like, don't cast those people. But then occasionally it
1: works. Like, you know, Thingy was good in Les Miserables,
0: wasn't she? Anne Hathaway. Anne
1: Hathaway was good in Les Miserables.
0: Yes. There are a few exceptions to the rule.
1: Daniel Day Lewis is not one. No, the thing with that movie, right? That is like Wacko or Michael, because that's eight and a half, which is an experimental, not experimental, but like a a real like auteur kind of film. Like that's a film of someone who's like knows what they want to do with you know, like it's it's a singular vision of a film,
0: right? Yes.
1: And then it was kind of interesting that someone was like, "Hey, I'd love to make a musical of this." Step. That's a step that you go, oh, okay But if you really think there's value in taking that story And if you really see value in the act of adaptation Then you go for it Go for it And then the musical happened and I think it's interesting The film is interesting The musical is interesting in in its adaptation And then someone said... (laughs) That musical would make a great film. And then no one said to them, well, yes, it did make a great <laughs> film.
0: <laughs> yes, it did. A while ago, before it was a musical. <laughs> um, and then they did the film.
1: Because the film is directed by like a like a journeyman sort of music theatre director. I'm probably... I have no shape. idea. Like I'm I've only sure I saw the movie
0: once, and I was just like, "This sucks." I'm pretty sure then, it's
1: directed by the guy who did, um, um, like uh, I'm googling it because I'm pretty sure it's directed by the guy who did like Into the Woods and shit, and like oh, Chicago. Really? Yeah, Chicago Rob Marshall. was good.
0: Rock okay, Marshall. Richard Gear into
1: the woods, but he did do Chicago.
0: Richard Gear is an exception to the rule. Richard Gear in the Chicago movie, yeah. Very good. Um, also, great in the Chicago movie
1: is um, Mr. Cellophane. What's his name?
0: John C. Riley. But John C. Riley—that's a different thing. John because C. Riley everything. Yeah, John C. Riley can do no wrong ever, ever, ever. John C. Riley does no wrong. So Rob Marshall, I kind of have a bit of a thing for John C. Riley.
1: I don't blame you, Rob Marshall. Yeah, but like, yeah, he directed Chicago, Mary Poppins Returns, and Into the Woods. Right, he's the guy when you want to film at a, like a, a mid-budget, mid-level of success. <laughs> ho- hope for Oscar noms, not wins. Adaptation. No shade to Rob Marshall, but he's the guy you get for the studio adaptation of a musical, right? And he did a I'm good job. I think Chicago is underrated, right? But yeah, he's not. Well, the-
0: I don't. Th- I think it's rated. I think Chicago. Yeah, it's rated. When it's it rated. rated <laughs> It's rated like Chicago was huge.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but Nine is a real cuckoo movie, and it probably should have had a cuckoo director. If the cuckoo choice to make Eight and a Half needed a cuckoo director, and it had it. (laughs) The cuckoo choice to adapt Eight and a Half into a musical needed to be cuckoo, and I'm sure it was. And then this film needed a cuckoo director, but the most cuckoo choice of all is to have a really like normal
0: director. And then mm. and then they cast and then they cast Daniel Day Daniel Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. They what cast a- John Proctor. <laughs> what a <cuckoo laughs> choice. And yeah. then Fergie's in it. I forgot about Fergie being in it. Fergie's in it. Here's a fun fact because I'm over the, the bullshit of uh facade that I had in my early twenties. Big girls don't cry, that song by Fergie. Yeah. What a banger. I can't
1: think of it.
0: I'll send it to you. It's a banger. It's not it's not bleeding love Leona Lewis. No. But it's a banger.
1: Hey, the the um poster, I'm looking at the poster for nine.
0: I'm pulling it up now.
1: Um and it says this holiday season, be Italian.
0: Oh stop it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Enough! is the weirdest fucking movie
1: about like a Cuckoo dude making his own movie. Judy
0: Dench is in it. Cause Isn't Sophia Loren, remember that? Sophia yeah, Loren. it's in it as well.
1: it's a very like it's not a normal musical. It's a it's like what Do you have a favorite? Musical. Yeah. Yes. Are you gonna share
0: it? Yes. Are <laughs> Why are you looking at me like how dare I ask you? I'm trying you that to
1: question. think of if I give the gut answer or the like in my mind answer. Can my, I guess? Yeah, go.
0: Oh, this is fun. Um, can, I have, can I ask you questions through? I reckon
1: we're going to get teased for this because I reckon I've told you before. What do you want me to do? Do you want to do my gut answer? Like what? My I think we'll go gut. Your gut? Like my, this is my answer. Like okay. it's not perfect. It's not intellectually the best musical. It's the one that I have that, that's whole, like, is it, in my heart.
0: The, is it Les Mis? No. Okay, so it's somebody. The Les Mis is somebody's. Someone has told me that's their favorite musical before. Um, can I ask you some questions? Can I ask you questions three?
1: You can ask as many questions as you has want. it been. This is your cha- podcast, has it been
0: th- three questions? Has it been adapted into a, a movie? Yes. Was that movie one that came out in the last ten years? No. Is it Little Shop of Horrors?
1: No. Fuck.
0: Fuck. Do you Fuck want to it. do another questions Fuck. three? Uh, yes, I'll do another questions three. Uh, the movie. Do you know for the, a fact don't, that don't I don't have...
1: like? D- don't focus on the movie, is what I would say.
0: Okay, it's not the why musical. I love it. The musical. Do you know for a fact that I have seen it or know it?
1: Uh, you one hundred percent know of it. Everyone knows. I of know it.
0: of it. Uh, everyone knows of it. Yeah, it's one of the biggest Ooh.
1: musicals of all time. One uh, of
0: the one of the biggest musicals of all time. One
1: of. It's in the top. Like it's it's it's. Oh, it... I
0: wonder if it's my favorite.
1: No, I'll ask another
0: question. You don't think so? No. All right, then it's so it's okay. I'm not. This is not a question. It's a statement. It means it's not Rocky Horror.
1: I do like Rocky Horror, but no.
0: Rocky Horror is my favorite.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. It. I will say. (laughs) I will say it has a. It's a similar kind of place in my heart. Not. Not like it. It hit me at a similar age. I, I. You know. It, it's from a similar age that I discovered it
0: I swear you've told me this before oh,
1: it's, I, I'm sure I've talked about it on this podcast
0: Oh my god, I just wish I paid
1: I've attention when you about spoke i posted it on my social media <laughs> Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm There's a particular oh production, god. there's a particular uh, recording of it that is uh, my
0: favourite I hate my, is it a Sondheim? No I hate myself. It's not like
1: you've got to get past Zach pretending to be a wanker. Like what Zach's... Like get to the core of me. Well, that's why
0: I thought it would be Little Shop of Horrors because it's like that's just Zach liking musicals. I I think I've seen... I saw Little
1: Shop of Horrors years ago and I know that it should be one of my favourites. I've seen the original film of Little Shop of Horrors recently but I haven't seen the musical in a very, very long time.
0: I love Little Shop of Horrors. I, I think
1: a lot of people... Have been in productions of Little Shop of Horrors, so so mm. have, that's where they hold a why it holds a place in their heart. I've never been okay. in a production of it.
0: Oh, okay. Is it a drama? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, but it's not like comedy-led. No. Okay, I I think I'm I might know. Okay. No, but I, I'm scared because it's probably wrong. That's all right. That's fine. But okay. I'm a, I, I, have this, more, okay. No, I have one more. Okay. No, I have one question. Can I just
1: say, Mish, the point of this game is for the listener
0: to have a fun time, not for you to guess. <laughs> <laughs> so It doesn't matter if you're wrong. Um, let us know if you're having a fun time, if you'd like us to shut the fuck up. I have one more question because yep. I've got two in my head yep. and I've got one more question. This question will decipher whether it's one or the other. And I'm probably wrong on both fronts and I'm going to kick myself when you tell me what it right. is.
1: It's I'm not going to
0: tell you. Is it about, so. is it, okay, is the storyline based on a Shakespeare play? No. Okay, so it's not West Side Story. Is it Phantom of the Opera? No. Fuck, fuck, what is it? It's hotter. It? You're
1: hot with Phantom of the
0: Opera. I knew, oh, so it's not Phantom of the Opera. It's not Les Mis. It's one of those big, belty, fucking ballad bullshit ones.
1: You're hot. No, no, you're. but it is like a trashy one, but no, no, it isn't because I love it. You're guys
0: and Dolls is it guys no, and
1: dolls. No, you're, you're on the money. you the hottest you've been is Phantom of the Opera. Not Les Mis. Not Guys and Dolls. Phantom of the Opera. Is it
0: Andrew? Is it an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? Yes. Is it Cats? No. It's an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical.
1: Someone's gonna, gonna do a quick Google.
0: <laughs> Someone. I have no idea what. Listen to the tapping.
1: Tap 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 tap. Someone's tap, doing tap, a quick Google.
0: I'm looking up Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. So it's not Cats.
1: It's a particular recording as well, a particular performance, a particular like... Oh, God, fuck off. uh,
0: It's not Evita. It's not Phantom of the Opera.
1: No, Phantom of the Opera. Evita,
0: don't cry for For me. me.
1: Evita, whilst it has, um, you know, uh, Phantom of the Opera, whilst it has a couple of banger singles, the second act is a little draggy IMHO.
0: Can you just tell me? This is going to kill me. Come Go. on. I can't believe you no, don't I know don't this. No, I don't know. I hate this. Little I don't know why I ex-Catholic kid fucking. I know you've told me and this is driving me crazy. And nine, I don't remember. Recording,
1: I'll tell you, the recording's from 1993. It's an Australian cast version of it, a concert production. Um, it's. Oh, my God. The I musical hate my... is from the 70s. Um, it's one of musical. his earliest musicals I'm an ex-Catholic kid So it's got to surely resonate with some of those themes in my life um, I can't believe A you ex- don't
0: know- I have no idea what? and this is killing me Are you me looking at I his it's-
1: biography? I, I, I'm like- it's
0: not coming up Oh, yeah. I know what it is, and I didn't see it online, but yeah. I know exactly what it is. You've told me a hundred times. A hundred
1: times.
0: It's uh, the Technicolor Dreamcoat one. No, no, what is it? Technicolor Dreamcoat's <laughs> Old Testament. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, that's what I meant. as Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh
1: my Jesus goodness, I don't really like. I
0: knew that. Technicolor I knew Dreamcoat. That. I knew it was Jesus Christ Superstar. I hate myself. I
1: love Jesus Christ Superstar so much.
0: Oh, I'm so mad. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I'm so mad. I
1: love Jesus Christ Superstar. you
0: told me that so much.
1: All right, now intellectually, now Wankerzak, what's his favourite musical? I don't
0: know. It's a draw. It's a draw.
1: It's a draw. It's actually three. No, my three second places... To Jesus Christ Superstar and it's equal second are um Chicago, you Town, and um and Book of Mormon.
0: That's good. That's really because good. Because
1: I think musicals at their best at their best use irony, little wanky fact about yeah, Zach. That's
0: nice. I like uh, Rocky Horrors number one. Yep. And then we go to Book of Mormon because it's very funny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I also really, really enjoy a chorus line.
1: Yeah.
0: But my favourite is actually a movie.
1: Oh, can called- I guess it? Yeah. All right.
0: Cold. Um, I don't know if you'll guess it. It's a wanky answer. All okay. right, actually. No, no, no. I was just listing them off then. I have one more that's my favourite that isn't a movie and it's see if you can guess it.
1: I want to guess the movie. but I, I don't not think gonna you've guess- seen. Is it an old I don't one? Think
0: you- yeah, I don't think you'll get it. And I'm not trying to be an asshole about that. No, I truly no, don't know like if you'll get it.
1: Morning Melodies, 1934.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called All That Jazz. Oh, it's I know. St-
1: I know of All That Jazz. It's the it's the memoir of um yes. the dancer. Um, well, apparently it is. Oh, right. Fosse. Yeah, no. It's
0: meant to be the story of Bob Fosse. Yes.
1: Yeah. No, I know all mm-hmm.
0: that um, jazz.
1: Have you watched New York, New York? Um, I haven't, but um, Martin Scorsese did a musical in the 70s. No. Apparently it's, uh, it's like it's him kind of riffing on those old school musicals that you love so much, but also having the complexity and depth of character of his oh, other Oh, I'd films. love it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know if it would work or not. There's Apparently apparently you've got to watch the director's cut. That's what I've heard. Anyway, your musical, let me guess, is it a big, big one, big one?
0: So, wait, hold on. We've already said that Rocky Horror is my favourite.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hard to up. guess your third favourite
0: musical. Yeah. <laughs> Just so tell me. I don't think that's – what?
1: Just tell me.
0: Um, I've already, and I already said it, so you probably would have got, gotten it. It's um, Little Shop of Horrors.
1: Yes, yeah, you did mention that. Yeah. I, I also
0: love. I also love. Little like uh, side note. I also love Company by Sondheim.
1: Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I just think Chicago is fucking great. Oh, it's fucking not Chicago. Sick. Did I say Chicago? Oh, I feel so oh. bad for Chicago. If you're listening, Chicago, I'm so sorry. Somewhere um, in the world,
0: Catherine Zeta Jones is kicking.
1: I'm like, oh, <laughs> kicking itself. I, I say, thought he
0: loved me. I thought I'm, he loved
1: me. It's because we were talking about not. I meant to say cabaret.
0: Oh, Cabaret is so good.
1: I love Cabaret. And The I love, song,
0: maybe maybe this time.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Like one of the most heartbreaking, beautiful songs. And, and Liza, darling, is so wonderful. And um, Life is
1: a Cabaret. Like the song in it, when mm. you watch the show and the context of where that's happening, that's happening at like the lowest point in her life. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it's such a sad song and it's ironic. It's like it's this big Belty, beautiful, positive mm. song, but it's sung at the lowest point that's yeah. that's I think when music theater is at its best is when it's ironic is when it's playing against the truth
0: you're um, in town is fantastic at that
1: mm as is um, as is um as is Book of Mormon to a degree mm-hmm. but less so less so. Book of Mormons, but Book of Mormons deeper than people give it credit for, I think
0: yeah, it's smart, it's a very smart look. Do you know what's great about this podcast? What? Is that we can go from talking about musical theatre to Ride Along starring Kevin
1: Hart and Ice Cube. I feel like we've left the Strand unfinished and I would love to, before (laughs) we talk about Ride Along, just (laughs) just backtrack a little bit and find what that Strand was. <laughs> My feeling is it was around 9 and the like getting off that's when we started to leave the point yeah, nine. and then I said,
0: and I said, "What is your favorite music?" You said something like, "It's not my favorite," and I'm like, "Well, what is it? Let me guess." And then we had some friendly. But now bears. we're
1: diving back into exactly the same thing. We're moving backwards, not forwards.
0: I think I look Zach. I don't think we need to step back. I think we could just chug. I forward. just feel like
1: there was a, there was a there was a like a point left hanging. Why were we talking about nine, Mish? Why were we remember. talking about nine? Why because did we, we were how talking, did we start about, talking about nine. We were talking about um, Daniel Day Lewis. We were talking about yes, yes, yes. There was no. a point I was going to make. The yeah. two types of people, and then we can talk about right Along. The <laughs> okay. two—I should take notes. The two types of people, Michelle Wittrup, yes, Two mate. types of actors that you can kind of get a sense that they're going to guarantee the quality of the film is one. Wow the biggest stars, like the mm. absolute, like, l- like, like biggest stars. And they're not necessarily a guarantee that they're the best actors, but mm. the sort of person that can do one film and that pays for the next five years, you know, there's no stress about saying no. There's no sense of needing to keep their career a lo- afloat, right? Yes. There's not many of them. Number two, mm. and this is a bit cuckoo crazy <laughs> Is people that aren't actors first and foremost. It's sure that made me think of that. People that are not first and foremost actors because they can say no to films because they can go, well, I'll just do an album instead or I'll just do. Yeah. So, like, there's a layer there. Like, Shur has a pretty spotless record of films, doesn't she?
0: I don't know. She's burlesque.
1: Yeah, that's pretty true.
0: And she did Mamma Mia too. Yeah, but.
1: I haven't seen nothing in too, but I
0: reckon she'd be great in that film. She was, but that's the thing. Cher is amazing in all of these films. <laughs> Cher, Cher can do no wrong. I honestly don't feel like she can step a foot wrong. <laughs> Everything's great. She has roses tattooed all over her ass, And even that's that, so well done. Good. That's How great. How is she in Moonstruck? Moonstruck is one of, it's in my top 20. We need to do an episode of our top 20 favourite films because Moonstruck is in there. Have you ever seen the movie Mask.
1: N- ye- like so long ago Like it was on she's television a- once How long she ago She
0: is outrageous in that Have she's- you ever seen Mermaids? No Oh Oh That's your homework for this week my friend <laughs> Mermaids sure. Bob Hoskins and sure have oh, the amazing. Most incredible chemistry It is so good Winona Ryder is like Primo Winona Christina Richie's in it And she's like three or something Wow It's sick
1: I love I that. That sick. sounds so good. Oh, She's so good. Are sick. I didn't love A Star Is Born, the newer Star Is Born. I didn't hate it. I just, but my first thing that hit me was that the Italian family stuff was good. But I'd recently watched um, Moonstruck, Moonstruck, and I was like, oh, "It's good, Olympia, but it's Olympia, no Moonstruck."
0: Olympia Dukakis, who plays Cher's mother in Moonstruck, oh wow! Is I didn't
1: realize I was untapping such a <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't even have to look that up. Olympia Dukakis is, in, is so good. She's also in the Look Who's Talking films.
1: If you're a fan <laughs> of, um, like, um, I'm trying to think of, like, multi-track style Italians talking over each other, not quite sure what's written and what's improvised hubbub, um over the dinner table scenes, then Moonstruck yeah. is the best of the lot.
0: The best. <laughs> is that, is now... That,
1: Yes, Ride Along. It's, it's
0: the best. We have about 15 minutes left of yes, this podcast do. now. We have to show Ride Along a little bit of respect. We do. Because you never know, we might have some Ice Cube fans that have jumped on. Board. Yeah, hello. No.
1: Hello, Ice Cube Do you fans. guys
0: like Chicago? <laughs> what do you guys think? What's your third favourite musical adapted to film? <laughs> anyway, uh, we watched Ride Along this week. Uh, the reason we watched this one is because it was on Netflix, easily accessible, and Zach and I wanted something that was easy to watch. So yeah,
1: we didn't have to, like, buy something. Like, I didn't something. want to purchase
0: something this week. My God. You've
1: gotten um, me – this podcast has gotten me in a real habit of, like, buying things. If I'm in the mood for anything, I'll just be like, well, then I'll buy it, and, like, I'll, like, go to, like, Apple or YouTube, mm. and it really throws me when it's not available anywhere. Yeah, I know. It's like it, it I, fucks me up.
0: Here's a, no, I'm not going to tell that story. Let's just keep going.
1: You sure? All
0: right. No, no, because it's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I understand.
0: Okay, I'm just going to, I'm not going to tell the story because I've decided to hold back, but I want to let everyone know that I was just about to embarrass myself.
1: Do you want to have a think about whether you want to tell that story? I'm very
0: sure I don't.
1: Yeah. I'll totally. tell you. I'll
0: tell you once we're off.
1: <laughs> I'm so okay with you not telling that story. Yeah. Hey, what T V show was Ice Cube in? Because I, I feel like I want to make a joke about that, but I, I think
0: you're I think you're missing Ice Cube up with Ice T.
1: No, I'm not. No, the names are very similar. Yeah. So yeah. Ice T was in um
0: Like N C I S or something, one of those shows.
1: Yeah, but Ice Cube was in NWA. Um
0: Ice Cube was in the Friday films.
1: Yeah, right. So Fuck you know the I mean? Police was Ice Cube? Um, was NWA Ice Cube? It was, uh, fuck the
0: Police? I don't know. All I can think of is that song is that boop, boop, it's the sound of the police, which was in this film. NWA okay. is Fuck the Police.
1: Okay, great. Just, just, I'm going to be improvising this intro. I got to be real with you right now.
0: Okay.
1: The movie was slightly longer than I thought. All right, so here we go. Are you ready for this? So ready. Right Along is a 2014 American buddy cop action comedy film directed by Tim Story, the best and second best of the recent Fantastic Four films, starring Kevin Hart, the best and third best of the Jumanji films, and Ice Cube, who wrote Fuck the Police. Johnny (laughs) Legs... (laughs) Co-wrote,
0: co-wrote. Co-wrote, don't fuck with his Um, (laughs) co-writers.
1: Yeah. It tells the story of Ben Barber, Hart, a high school security guard who must prove to his girlfriend's brother, James Payton Ice Cube, that he is worthy of marrying her. James, a police officer out to catch a Serbian smuggler's boss, takes Ben on a ride along to prove himself. John Leguizamo plays one of James's co-police people but maybe there's more there than it seems.
0: We've already said we're going to spoil it. Johnny Legs ends up being the bad bad man.
1: He's a, he uh he's a he's a he's a crooked cop. Crooked but they're yes.
0: Yeah. Although to be fair they all are in this movie. Every like they do so many things that would make them lose their jobs. Yes. So, like, I – buddy cop films are not in my repertoire. Repertoire. Not in terms of, like, I can't do them. Of course I can't act them. But, like, they're not in my um, file of facts of, like, fun information. I don't know a lot about uh, buddy cop films. But what I do know is that, my God, they don't ask cops any questions before they write and or perform in these films. Mm. Because there are so many things that happen in buddy cop films – that They would just lose their job. You cannot run out onto a freeway mm. with your badge in the air screaming, LAPD, stop, stop. Physically take the driver of the car out, throw them onto the ground and speed off in their vehicle only to then trash that vehicle. That is not legal practice. You can't do that.
1: But that's why his, his like fed up boss is like, you got to start thinking about the rules of engagement, Ice Cube. Don't. No. Because I, you say I, that, but then, like, his boss says the same thing to him. He's like, you can't do the explosions. you got to start thinking about the rules of engagement, Ice Cube.
0: Yeah, I know that. But, like, I, if I was Ice Cube's boss, I would fire him. And I don't think he would have grounds for unfair dismissal. It's not like I should have gotten yeah. a warning because what well, you did nearly killed somebody yeah, and but you he damaged does say property. She
1: goes, "Well, you did nearly killed somebody. I'm shortening
0: your leash, Ice Cube." But then doesn't though. But then does not shorten his leash. And then Ice Cube goes off and saves the day with Kevin Hart.
1: But a couple of times he calls him and he goes, "What are you doing, Ice Cube?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you know what you're I loved, saying, though?
1: everything you're saying as a plot hole, the his his like boss is like, you better. I'm gonna come down on you.
0: <laughs> what I did love so much about this movie mm. was um, how often they slipped Johnny Legs, who ends up being the bad guy. So at the end of the day, Johnny Legs ends up being like not assisting. The not that he's not. The, he's not Lawrence Fishburne who Lawrence ends think
1: is the bad, bad guy. guy. What a great Which, cameo from, what a great, what a great thrill when Lawrence Fishburne comes in. Of course, but in.
0: Lawrence Fishburne's also third credited in this movie. So you're waiting for him until yes, the final true. seventh of the film. And mm. then he pops and says, so like, well, of course he's the bad guy. But um, Johnny Legs ends up being like, he's assisting the bad guy. He's a cop, but he's assisting the bad guy. And it was so clear about two-thirds of the way through this movie that Johnny Legs was a bad guy because they kept bringing Johnny Legs in as much as possible for no reason. Mm. Like Johnny Legs would just be there giving them information and he would just kind of be standing around. It's like why is Johnny Legs acting like an extra when he's Johnny Legs?
1: I was like, like he's ah. in it a lot more than I, than I thought.
0: Mm.
1: You're so right about Lawrence Fishman. It would have been so much better if he was uncredited.
0: Well, yeah, like when they – have you ever seen Cabin in the Woods?
1: Uh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Like Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. They
0: don't. They don't put her in on anything. So that's that great. when Sigourney Weaver pops up, everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's Sigourney Weaver!" Yeah. They should have done that with Ride Along.
1: But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon there was like a, a moment where like the studio was like, "Hey, so you know, we're gonna put Lawrence Fishburne. We're gonna credit Lawrence Fishburne because his agent asked for it," and he was just like, nah, "Alright." And he, he like, said to someone it. probably, he was like, does that kind of... And they're like, nah, look, bad, bad, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I really like um, that. I... I really enjoyed that bit of the film. I really enjoyed the mm. bit where... So there's this bit because, I you know, I do comedy. So comedy that's, like, kind of plot heavy is not really my um, yep. cup of tea. Um and But the bit where Kevin Hart has to pretend that he is the big bad guy. Yeah, it's funny. I really, I was like, I was only half watching and then like oh, that bit came on and I really, really enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun um, and uh, I really enjoyed Lawrence Fishburne. Mm. Um, that run was really good and usually those sorts of movies devolve into just like mm. subpar action at that point. But that yeah. film had that, but like there was just this one run that I had a really good time watching, where he had to like what, shoot people and bluff, and it was like, yeah. I all hear
0: right. what you're saying. I didn't go into this with very high expectations. I nothing. I was like, this is, I'm Kevin Hart makes me laugh from time to time, but I'm not like a massive fan or anything like that. No offense, Kevin. I know you're listening. You're you're very talented, um, but yeah, it's not my my thing. Um, but I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch a Kevin Hart film. I can say that I laughed out loud at two occasions in this film. That's great. That's really good. Now, I don't remember what they were. No. But I do and I was sitting by myself. It's not like I was laughing to, you know, assist someone else in enjoying the film or some bullshit. I was just sitting by myself in my lounge room in my underwear, (laughs) eating my coconut yogurt, and I laughed twice. Out Like I, I made this sound.
1: <laughs> which is, I, I will say, which a is credit. a big,
0: a big credit. When you, no one no ever one laughs when they're No one on laughs. Can I say, okay, this, this is a little bit of a little bit of a high five to my friend Zach Trouble Ruane over here.
1: Yeah, the team. Um, I trouble. remember.
0: No, no, this is just. I, I, I want to give you a little bit of a little bit of a pat on the back. I remember the first time I ever watched Bargain Boys 2. <laughs> Uh, which is, for those of you out there that don't know that Zach is in a sketch comedy group, he's in a sketch comedy group called Auntie Donna. It's excellent. We're fine. I was, sitting, I was sitting by myself in my bedroom and I was like, oh, I'll watch the latest Auntie Donna video. And I chucked on and Boys 2 and I don't remember a time I've ever laughed out loud so much in my life. I had to pause it. And I was by myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. you're by yourself and you actually laugh i trying to think. Very often. I did
1: that. Something made me laugh the other day that was, I think I was reading something that made me laugh. It was like a, a like a, like it was one of those ones where it was like, that's ridiculous that that made me laugh.
0: Mm. But I can't
1: think of what it was for the life of me.
0: Mine's um, Bargain Boys tooth. I remember that. Um, I also remember uh, the first time I watched Super Bad so I would have been like 19 or 18 yeah. the first time I ever saw Superbad and I thought it was very funny.
1: Yeah, I liked. I liked Oh, um, that.
0: Conan, Conan O'Brien's uh, Clueless Gamer stuff. Yeah, He does a Clueless Gamer with Bill Hader where they oh, okay. uh, review God well of like. War. I only watched funny. it recently and I laughed out loud. Like I, I by myself because that's <laughs> – so I'm in a relationship and I live with a housemate but for some reason I'm all alone <laughs> – Oh, that's so depressing. I was by myself watching Clueless Game of Conan clips and his uh, clip with Bill Hader doing God of War. Like I like laughed out loud.
1: That's very... I'm going to watch that as soon as we're done.
0: Yeah, you should. I'll send it to you. Please do. Um, we don't have much time here, so I just have two words to say about Johnny Legs in this film. Mm. Hello, Daddy.
1: Daddy we Guisamo. Have, we have
0: full Daddy Guzamo. This is... Potentially, in my opinion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe the sexiest he's ever looked. In my opinion, yes. I love a Daddy Guisamo. Yeah. I'm not taking away from the the days of yore of sexy Luigi. Yeah, but I have a thing for Daddy Guisamo mm-hmm. and he is Daddy in this film. And I love, I love that he's in a cop get up when he's like, I'm a good cop. But then when he's a bad cop, he's in a dirty tank top. <laughs> Man, that was great. We're talking, like, Land of the Dead is probably my favourite in terms of, like, giving me the horn, mm-hmm. but but this is right up there with, like, full daddy, mm. loving every second of it. Thank mm. you.
1: Mm. Great. I'm really happy for you. No, he's absolutely full daddy Guizamo in this film and we're really proud of him. John, if you're listening, congratulations <laughs> on you know, on being, being um, you know, sexy at any age.
0: <laughs> at any age? How do you do it? How do you fucking do it?
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I was really, like, uh, chuffed that he was in it as much. When I saw that he was, like, the assistant, I was like, oh, he's going to be in it, like, for two scenes.
0: Yeah. And he was in it heaps.
1: And he was in it in a way that I really enjoy. <laughs> like, it's kind of one of my favourite types of John Leguizamo performance mm-hmm. where it's, like... Easy, but like easy, lightly comedic kind of mm-hmm. vibes. You know, he was just like he wasn't like a, enjoying he wasn't, himself. Yeah, and it, the comedy wasn't on him, mm. um, and the drama wasn't on. He, he was just like it was just an easy, mm-hmm. but like substantial John Leguizamo part. You know, for any,
0: and he had a he had like an impact on the film, which is what we always look for. Mm-hmm. His role. Was crucial to the film going forward. You know what I mean. It was.
1: It was a um, you know like if 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 Romeo and Juliet, his one man shows, and um, Tu Wong Foo Wong Fu are uh, a leg was a meal.
0: Yeah. This was oh, a I know leg where you're was a snack. A leg was a snack.
1: <laughs> leg was snack.
0: Leg was snack.
1: This was a leg was snack. (laughs) Um, It was Uh, it was uh, you know.
0: And we got to see him do a bit of action. He had a punch on with ice tea. No ice cube, but not ice tea. Ice tea wasn't in this
1: film. They've got the same similar names. One is the ice tea. Ice cube. Mm. Ice cube and ice tea are both two very threatening sounding names until you Mm. think of the thing they're named after.
0: But also. Like, who came first?
1: It is important. We do need to know that.
0: Who came first, the Ice Tea or the Ice Cube? Because whoever was first, the other, like, trod on their name a little bit.
1: Who do you think came first?
0: I think Ice Tea is older.
1: But Ice Cube is. No, I think Ice Tea is the cleverer name, isn't it? Yes. Ice Tea is more clever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, who knows, I, I, who what's, knows? Your, what,
0: what's your starmo rating
1: Starmo. Well you got to go It's got to be a decent one Because cause it was a good Leguiznak
0: I'm going to go straight out and say I think it's a four
1: I'm going to say a three and a half Okay But I'm going to say like in the same way That like At a At a Fancy restaurant that you're spending $200 on, three and a half is a bad score. Well, restaurant is bad because they do it out of three hats or three stars. So it's got a movie, an Oscar movie Mm -hmm. that gets three and a half with, you know, all the, that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But like a a snack that gets Mm -hmm. three and a half, that's a good score for a snack.
0: I would have given it three and a half, but I'm giving it an extra half because he made me horny.
1: Yeah, great. That's good. I, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> I want to say this is a three and a half leg from Zach. But if I were to give a packet of chips three and a half stars, you'd go, hey, that's a pretty good score for a that's packet, a good of, packet chips. of chips. That sounds like a taste. That will, sounds a like tasty a tasty leg with snack. A tasty leg with snack that will satiate me until my next viewing of Romeo plus Juliet <laughs> between meals.
0: <laughs> beautiful. Well, look, and, and look, I, wouldn't, I would recommend that if people want a really piss-easy watch and they're up for a laugh, watch it. It is on Australian Netflix. Don't know about it overseas, but right now, currently in Australia, you can watch it on Netflix. Um, and it's a bit of a laugh. There are funny moments in it. There genuinely are. I'm not trying to be like, mm, maybe. That. No, genuinely, I had a bit of a laugh. An easy watch. Bloody good for those lockdown times. You know what I mean?
1: And um, we know it has been tough for everyone out there in lockdown in Australia. We've, a lot of the states are still in lockdown. So Mish has prepared a little song um, about
0: oh, <laughs> Ride right Along. About it?
1: Yeah. No, oh, you God, haven't. Okay. I'm fucking with you. Thank I'm fucking God. with you.
0: <laughs> I was going, this is, this is what went through my head in that three seconds. Okay, I'm going to do this because you have to say yes. Yeah. But as soon, as soon as we end this podcast, I'm going to be like, Zach, can you stay back for like two minutes? <laughs> Don't ever fucking do that to me again. So anyway, um, um, I'm gonna so I'm going to end this podcast with a little song. Right. <laughs> I'll see you next week. When we're reviewing something else, it's going to be a movie because we've run out of small projects (laughs) that John has been involved in. Uh, Thank you for listening to Ride Along, starring Ice Cube and Kevin Hart and Leguizamo.
1: Thank you so much,
0: Mishwitrop. Thank you, Zachary Trouble Ruane.